Hello, and welcome to Anime Audio Commentary. Today I'll be commenting over episode 16 of Cowboy Bebop. If you would like to watch along, start watching now. Alright, so here we have episode 16, Black Dog Serenade. According to the trailer at the end, um, Jet said it would be a rather depressing episode, and given that he was the one narrating and featured in the trailer itself, I think that gives me pretty good reason to believe that it's going to be a Jet-centric episode today. And so it starts with what looks to be a prison slaughter of sorts. So we have this conversation between two presumed inmates and they they have two very different outlooks on life based on their small conversation So, back on the Bebop, it seems like things are down to business as usual, where things on the Bebop are broken, they don't have much money. Notably, Jet seems to be pursuing one of his few hobbies, and Faye's giving him a hard time.
So it seems like the person who called Jet, um, that name brought up, I guess, some kind of memories because he's not paying attention to his cigarette burning his fingers. So back on what was presumably a prison ship, it sounds like they're all death row inmates destined for Pluto, but that's not happening anymore. So, that man from before has risen to the provocation of the other death row inmate. And just like that, he slit the guy's throat. You know, so this guy is clearly not someone to be trifled with at all. Apparently, he is a somewhat notorious assassin from the syndicate. So... For whatever Jet's connection is to him, I guess, in a way, Spike is also connected to him by means of the Syndicate. So Jet's meeting up with an old friend here, and they're bantering back and forth. So, it seems like the prison transport ship is the subject of conversation between Jet and his friend here. It seems to me that that syndicate assassin Udo is probably who Jet's going to be concerned with. So it seems like this relates to the reason why Jet left the police force and became a bounty hunter in the first place. So this is really, I guess, uh, central to Jet's character.
So Jet's playing it off like he doesn't care right now, but I'm not convinced that that's entirely the case. They've got a nice uh, noir kind of muted color black and white flashback briefly. Presumably of Jet when he was on the police force. Uh, notably, Jet has uh, both of his biological arms in this flashback. And there's the assassin Udai from earlier in the episode. But it seems like, having cornered him, Jet's walked into a trap. So judging by the way he's holding his prosthetic arm, that's probably when he lost the real one in that setup. So while the prison crew is sort of weighing up their odds about getting out of this alive, Jet is preparing to leave again. Jet seems kind of unusually somber. And he instructs Edward to water his bonsai trees if he doesn't make it back. Ed doesn't really seem to grasp the gravity of the situation, but that's not really anything new or unusual. So Udo has sort of taken charge here, and he's told a blatant lie to the police barricade about how there were a couple officers and some inmates on the ship, and the ship's also suffering engine failure, but really they're just opening fire on the blockade. So clearly he has no compunctions about killing. You know, you'd know that given that he's an assassin, but I don't know. I guess when it's life or death like that, any sense of morality kind of goes out the window. So now Jet and his partner sort of, uh, 
sifting through the debris of the slaughter at the blockade. They don't have many leads, but Jet seems to think that Udai is going to Europa, which I believe is one of the moons of Jupiter. So unfortunately, the shower is still broken, although the reason it might not be working is Ed's whimsical approach to watering Jet's bonsai, which involves spraying a hose all over the entire room. So it seems like Ed is really the only one who knows anything about what Jet's up to. So it seems like the syndicate has sort of hung Udai out to dry. They don't want to associate with him anymore, and they're not scared of his threats of him having information on them. So that, that strikes me as a rather dangerous development, because now he really doesn't have anything to lose. and He was already a killer before. So notably, Jet's former partner offers to let him be his partner again in the police force. And interestingly enough, Jet doesn't decline, but he says he'll continue it, can continue it, consider it, if they both make it out of this alive. So that, that could be a serious threat to the status quo. Jeff, Jeff, Jet returning to the life he had prior to being a bounty hunter. Although the life of a bounty hunter has affected him considerably because he's not exactly playing by the rules his partner has set up, saying, you know, hey, disembark on my mark, but just sort of just goes anyways. No, he's probably not used to following things by a strict procedure anymore. So here we have another rather nice aerial battle. You know, nicely animated, very fluid. Jet's trying to close in on the prison ship, and he's dodging all sorts of gunfire, presumably anti-aircraft guns.
So there's a little spaceship fender bender here, and uh, it looks like the prisoners are now down a uh, down a man. So Jets boarded the prison ship, and the other prisoners don't really know what to make of him, but Uday is very certain and um, definite in saying that, you know, leave this guy to me. This is my business. So one of the other prisoners that's been fairly prominent has the good sense to not stick around and leave Uday to his business, but... His luck doesn't seem to extend much further than that. It appears as though he's sort of been sucked into a depressurized bulkhead. You know, I'm no astrophysicist, so I don't know if that's immediately fatal, but I don't imagine it'd be very good for your health in the long run. I was under the impression that the human body is... uh in terms of pressure, a rather closed system, but being pressurized in a depressurized environment probably doesn't bode well for your health. So here we have Jet's partner. He seems to have killed the other prisoners. So if my count is correct, it's really just Uday left. So here we have Jet encountering Uday. Um, for once, it really seems like somebody's got the better of Jet here. He's normally a more formidable combatant, but this guy's just dismantling him. Now, Jet sort of gets the upper hand here briefly thanks in part to his mechanical arm. He was able to block a bullet and he was able to headbutt Udai in the face. And so they're, they're sort of fighting on even terms here, by my count. So Udai drops a bombshell here saying that he wasn't the one that shot Chet. It was his partner. And it's not immediately clear that it isn't a lie, given that we have a flashback back to the incident. So Uday's explaining that Jet's partner was on the syndicate's payroll, so he sort of had a vested interest in letting the syndicate do whatever while maintaining a front of pursuing them. So the flashback shows it to be true. And there's a nice little editing trick where when Jet's partner in the flashback fires the rifle at Jet, his partner in the present shoots Udai through the head. That's a nice little uh, 
editing trick there. It sort of um, connects the two discrete incidents more concretely. So Jet and his partner is sort of uh, talking it back and forth. You know, the usual, why did you betray me? And, you know, you were too focused on justice, blah, blah, blah. So Jet's partner was really just sort of doing it to cover up everything. Which is fairly despicable. Jet obviously isn't taking it very well. He's not taking it lying down either, for that matter. So in just one gunshot, it's been decided. So, interestingly enough, Jet's partner loaded his gun with one bullet in the hopes that he would die. Sort of a suicide by cap thing. And in his dying moments, he asks Jet for a cigarette. Now, I think that's significant, especially because throughout the episode, he had mentioned that he'd quit. So, in the end, things really aren't as cut and dry as it seemed. You know, yes, Jet's partner betrayed him back then, tried to betray him now, but ultimately, he didn't have the stomach to go through with it. So, it looks like Jet's sort of um, doctoring the scene to make it seem like his partner had died fighting the prisoners rather than to needlessly sully his memory. I think that's another fairly defining moment for Jet and his sense of honor. So, you know, the his partner did do scummy things, a fair few scummy things, and, you know, he even cost Jet his arm, but in the end, he at least seemed somewhat repentant. And Chet, being the good-natured person that he is, didn't feel that he could just drag his name through the mud.
All right. So next episode, it seems like it's going to be much more lighthearted. It also seems like it's going to be an Ed-centric episode, interestingly enough. All right. Well, that's it for this episode. If you've enjoyed it, then by all means, tune in for the next episode. See you, Space Cowboy.